We Love Movies with Gordon Hayden. Now, out in cinemas this weekend is a new Irish film. It is called The Belly of the Whale. It stars Pat Short, Peter Coonan, Michael Smiley and Lewis MacDougall, who you'll probably know from such films as Pan and A Monster Calls. It's directed and it's co-written and produced by Morgan Bush. But before we speak to Morgan all about the making of the film, here's a little bit from it. Reckon there's one thing in this world can make you free. Money. Honesty, sincerity and dignity. Strong Christian values. That's why you voted Gits, and that's what Gits intends to give you back. We're gonna rob Mobies. Me and Ronald. I'm not gonna rob Mobies, Moody. It's not just a plan. So there is a little bit from The Belly of the Whale, which is out in cinemas this weekend. And the film's director, co-writer, and he's also the producer. He's a man of many talents. He probably maybe swept up and made the tease as well. Morgan Bush, he joins me now. Hello, Morgan. How are you, Gordon? Thanks for having me. Uh, Great to have you on the programme, Morgan, and congratulations on the film. Now, you have been plying your trade for, for so many years now as a producer, and now you've made the switch to director. So has this been born out of, Morgan, uh, an ambition to direct from the get-go, or have you felt frustrated over the years as a producer, thinking, if I could just get in there maybe and direct this now, that that's very where I want to be. So tell us first, before we get into the film, what was the impetus to direct? Well, I mean, from my, just in terms of career trajectory, uh, I would have originally done, I would have done film school and you know, I would have done a graduation short, as which I wrote and directed. Um, and then I, when I came out um, of, of film school, you know, I, I, was, I was writing a lot and, and trying to write the feature, um, you know, I would have been kind of early 20s. And I think, you know, with a lot of writers, you need a bit of time to, you know, to live and, and to experience life before you can really feel like you have a story to tell. But in in between that time, I would have done a, a go away film sense of short, which uh, Mr. Crocker on the cover with with Darren Healy and Jeremy Sorley, and then after that, I did a, a film based short called If I Should Fall Behind with Fiona Shaughnessy and, and Paul Rowe, and that would have got if the nominated, it would have been screened at, at the, the BFI London Film Festival, um, and then I did a, a, another short called Doghouse with with the with Screen R and they have a scheme called Signatures, and that would have been with Peter Coonan. So I've kind of been playing applying my threat my you know my my craft so to speak um in preparation for the feature and then um i'd originally i i i i'd written a kind of quite a high budget um sci-fi film with with eugene o'brien which we kind of came to the conclusion that just for a first feature would be very difficult for me to, to finance it so um myself and, and the co-writer of, of the belly of the well greg flanagan and a, and a kind of old film school buddy called mark delgia we we hit the road. We we, we rented a camper van and, and and we just took off um, to discover the story. I mean, it would have been when when a lot of the the financial crash was happening and everyone seemed kind of in a tailspin. And we were kind of keen to try and you know look at and tell a kind of parable of that kind of within a small Irish town. Right. Okay. Because I was kind of keen to know where the story for the belly of the whale was born out of. Because you've assembled a great cast for this as well. We have to say you got Lewis McDougall in there from uh, a monster calls. You've got Peter Coonan, love hate fame. He has a small part in it too. Pat Short, which I, it's an incredible performance from Pat as the character of Ronald in the film. I think people are really taken aback by just the, what what he gives. And then you've got I just think one of the great character actors, Michael Smiley. Uh, playing Gitz Hegarty in, in, in the film too. The films, we'll call him the villain of the piece. Um, in the, so tell us a little bit more about the plot and uh, and just how some almost real-life experiences uh, bled its way into the story. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, the story, it's it's set over a bank holiday weekend 
And it's about this kind of runaway kid called Joey Moody, who's played by Lewis McDougall, who, who arrives back into his, into his old town. And he used to run the caravan park with, with his dad, and his dad isn't there anymore. And as the kind of story goes, it kind of drip feeds what happened. Um, but it's, it's essentially a buddy movie. So meanwhile, you have Ronald Tanner, who's, who's played by Pat. He arrives into town, and he's got this camper van, and it's just full of all this really cheap Chinese merchandise that he tries to, to flog to the, to the owner of the local arcade. He's also like the local politician who's, who's played by Michael Smiley. Um, and he gets very, you know, he gets quite slighted in this, um, in the, in, in this interaction with, with, with Gitz trying to sell the, the, the merchandise. And he, he goes up to kind of lick his wounds at the caravan park. Uh, and meanwhile, Joey's having this big kind of welcome home party and, and he breaks into the, into the, into the camper van and accidentally uh, burns it down. So the story then starts again on the Saturday with, 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 with Ronald and, and Joey and the kind of, bonded in, in misfortune and they're trying to figure out they're both kind of in need of fast cash and you discover why why Ronald's so desperate to get money as the story goes as well and then it comes they come up with the plan that they're going to rob the amusement arcade um, and, and and yeah that happens on the bank holiday money so it's quite you know it's quite an immediate story and it, it, it all happens quite fast um, but really I mean at the, the heart of the story is, is, is kind of a redemption tale with, with, with the Pat character which you discover later on like you know, in that kind of uh, time in the camper van, was there kind of any mad stories from you guys? You know, hitting the road, taking the sights and sounds of the of, of the, the of Ireland, and and some of the characters that you met along the way that informed the the characters that we see in the belly of the whale. Yeah, very much so. I mean, uh, I mean, we ate a lot of daytime out of that mobile, um, but you no, know, we would have you know we would have met a lot of characters along the way. But we had we had quite a clear idea what we wanted to do with. With Pat's character in particular, and we actually, you know, we would have written it in mind with Pat from, you know, from the essentially from the genesis of of, of the story. And then when he came on board, I think after the, the third draft, I mean, that was a big boost because, um, you know, it helped with the finance and it, and it helped kind of legitimise the, the the film in itself. Because um, what what I always like to do when I'm writing is is, is to write with a with an actor's strength in mind, so you know when. When you bring them on board, that they, you know, the level of, of what you're looking to do is there, and then they can kind of build on that. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a trick that I learned from P.T. Anderson uh, and how he goes about it. Okay, because one the one that I've heard from just from interviewing other directors over the years as well that when uh, it comes to directing actors, that really uh, it's it's all about the casting in, in the end of the day, and if you cast it well. Um, you can, you don't have to try and, and direct them too much to a degree because they should have it all there with the script and, you know, you, you know you've got the right person for the gig. But what is it like, you know, directing people of the nature like Michael Smiley? Do they like too much direction uh, at all? Because, or, or do you kind of give them a bit of breathing space? Well, I mean, there's not one rule for, for, for all actors. They all, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to work with them to discover the truth of the scene. I mean, Michael and, and Pat would be very different. I mean, Michael's very much, you know, he's kind of, he comes in and, and, and it's, it's very much a confidence thing. And, and with, you know, with the, with the dialogue and with the scene and stuff, he, you know, he'll understand exactly what you're trying to do. But, you know, he won't necessarily stick word to word, which is fine because, you know, he's getting across, you know, what you need to do, you know, what it is that scene's about, where, where Pat would be, you know, he would he would stick more to the script and 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 
kind of be a lot clearer in terms of, of the preparation that he would do. Uh, but no, I mean, I was really blessed with the cast, especially Michael. I mean, ever since Kill List, uh, Ben Wheatley saw him oh, and, and Field in England. Like, he's my hero. Um, and, you know, he was, there was only one actor, who, who, whoever wanted to play that role. So when he did come on as well, it just felt like, it was, like we had a really strong trinity between himself and Lewis and, and, and Pat. I mean, Lewis is, it was, was just 14 when we shot the film and, and it's phenomenal the level of craft he has at that age. Yeah, he's like, um, he, he does strike me as a, an old soul in a way. Very much so, yeah, very much so. I mean, he's, he's lived quite a, quite a life for a young age. Um, but I hadn't realised, I mean, we, we did, a, Louise Kiley was a casting director and we did a big search for, um, to find our Joey. Um, and and we, we then put a, an international call out and we got this, you know, we did, he did a read through and I, I hadn't realised initially that he, you know, that he was in Pan uh, or that he was in A Monster's Call. It was just like the minute I saw him, I just, I knew that he had the spirit that we were looking for. Mm. And also just at that age where, you know, we couldn't, we had to be careful that the character wasn't too old because once he comes into kind of like a late teenager, it would be a different kind of film. So he, he was just, you know, he was on the cusp of exactly what we wanted. Um, but I mean, you know, they say they don't work with kids and animals, but I've never seen a more professional, you know, actor show up. I mean, it's, you know, one minute he'd be kicking a nappy sack around beside the camera and then he'd come in and suddenly he would just flip and he'd, he'd just switch on. I mean, it was, it was a man it really made our life a lot easier because we didn't have a great deal of time to shoot the film either. So, um, because you mentioned there, you mentioned there Ben Wheatley. Sorry to cut across you there, Morgan, because sure. he shot Killist in two weeks. How long did it take you to shoot uh, The Belly of the Whale? We had four weeks. Right, okay. Still very tight, you know what I mean? A lot, a lot to get through as well. How do you find those days on set? Because they can be quite grueling, they can be quite tough, and you've got to keep your energy levels going as well because they are long days and you're trying to get everything you can. And um, and I know from, from hearing from uh, from other directors again that you know one of the big things is, is compromise because you're, you mightn't get everything that you want on the day. So how is it like dealing with those long, arduous days and, and then having to, unfortunately, sometimes not get what you need? I think it, that's part and parcel of, of, of the job, you know, and I think as a director, a lot of directors will go home at the end of the day and, and you know, punch themselves to sleep, where I think, you know, if, if everyone is awry, I mean, my, my, my feeling on it is, you know, if, if everyone shows up and everyone does their best, you know, you can't ask for any more. Mm. Um, but it's really, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's such a, it, you know, you, you'll write a script over maybe a year and a half and then, you know, you'll have this very, you know, short period of time to shoot it. So you, you might have slaved over one particular scene for, for you know, for weeks. And then it's like, okay, we've got 20 minutes before lunch. We have to shoot it. Um, but it's just the nature of it. And yes. I think you have to embrace that. And I think actually coming from a, from a producer's background helped me a lot in terms of being able to troubleshoot because, you know, knowing exactly what, what we had at our disposal, you know, allowed me to see problems up ahead and, and the best way to kind of, you know, to come up with solutions, really. And in that respect, it's quite liberating. What's it been like watching the film with an audience? Because it has been doing the festival circuit. And of course, now um, it's going to be released in cinemas this weekend. Um, are you learning new things about the film with each screening? Very much so. I mean, uh, I mean, it was mad. I mean, I know a lot of Italian curse words anyway from the, from the <laughs> subtitles in, in Rome, which was great. I mean, it was a big deal over there. Um, and then Chicago was great because I got nominated for the new director's 
uh, competition. So that's, you know, it's just great to, nice you know, in, in terms of the film and for my, you know, future endeavours. Um, no, I mean, there is things that I've, you know, I'm incredibly proud of the film and there's things that I've definitely changed about the film, but I think everyone should be, you know, the cast and the crew. I mean, especially, I mean, the, the cinematography, Arthur Mulhern was, is incredible. Michael Moynihan, the art director. I mean, the work, the, the level of craftsmanship is, is, is really, uh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's terrific. Oh, it's a, I tell you, beautifully shot, Morgan. All in all, listen, congratulations on a great cast. It's a story which is absolutely bonkers and great fun. <laughs> so, uh, the belly of the whale. Uh, um, again, just even that little snippet that we played from it, it just doesn't do it justice. As, but we wish you all the best with it, Morgan, and we'll be keeping an eye on your career with great interest. Brilliant. Belly nice of the whale. On, Gordon. Nice one. Thank you so much. You can catch the film in cinemas this weekend. We love movies with Gordon Hayden.